As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. The suppression of the use of marijuana and of the forces lurking behind it are the most important jobs this department is now engaged in. In 1930, the records on marijuana in the Washington office of the Narcotics Division scarcely filled a small folder like this. Today, they fill cabinets. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, Coloradians, and everyone that's smart enough to listen from the outside. It's one of the most amazing plants we've ever discovered. The pot party, the trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a cup. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Stone de Petit. With your host, as always, it's me, Kip. To my left, I got CB. How are you, CB? I'm doing well. Recovering from some celebration dinners the other night, but we're here. Dude, it's been a gauntlet from widespread to pride. Um, it's just been, a, and then the birthday parties, we've just had a nonstop, but we're back at it. And thankfully we're ha- we're back at it in a brewery today. So we'll be able to kind of shake that hangover buzz this afternoon. But, uh, yeah, for those that are listening, we're coming to you today from the Wincoop Brewery, just across the street from Union Station. You know them very well because they've been a mainstay in the downtown area since your ass has been in town. So for all our transplants, all three years you've been here, they've been right here on the corner. And for all the natives, they seriously were like the first fucking bar. We were just talking about it. Newsflash, so, it's on Wincoop. Yep, and they've just brought in a, uh, we're going to be talking all things, like collabs, but also don't forget they have the coop, the fried chicken place that they were doing as a test run. Things full-fledged, all all gas, no brakes. They're full go- they're, it's all a go. And we got All-Star Week is this week, Chris. I mean, it's bumping. It's yeah. bumping. Well, before we get into the episode, let's give a quick shout-out to our sponsors. As always, it's our friends over at Cali's Cannabis. If it wasn't for Cali's, we wouldn't know exactly where the best flower to buy recreationally. So for those that are coming in town for the All-Star Game, like we mentioned, or if you're just a regular transplanter native in town, the best weed you can buy in Denver legally is from our friends over at Cali's. And they luckily just opened up two new locations in the downtown Denver area, the one on 31st and Larimer, and then the one on West Colster Place and 8th Avenue down in kind of that uh, blue-collar industrial area. It used to be Botanico. They repainted. They remodeled. They got the grow up and running. The place is firing on all cylinders. So check out our friends at Cali's Cannabis. That's Check them out on Instagram at Shop Callies, S-H-O-P-P-E-C-A-L-L-I-E-S, or check them out at the website, www.shopcallies.com. 
Bible.com. All right. That was a word. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. Well done. All right, so we have uh, an epic episode today. We have two gentlemen joining us, from one from Wincoop Brewing, the other one from Friction Labs. And what you're probably thinking is, oh, shit, Kip, what's Friction Labs? Well, don't worry. We're going to tell you about it. But first, let's introduce our guests. We have Charles McManus and Kevin Brown. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Yeah, you'll say that now, but in 30 minutes, you're talking to like, <laughs> fucking PR team. Got us locked in on this on an early day. These guys are drunk already. But, uh, yeah, we really are fired up to uh, not only talk to y'all. Y'all are both coming from a little bit different expertise. And so y'all combined have put out a pretty gnarly product. And we're here to learn a little bit more about it. But before we do that, we like to ask the same question to all of our guests just to kind of get the balls rolling. And Chris is going to lead that off because i got a little cotton mouth. So, Chris, do the honors. (laughs) All right, Charles. Are we a transplant or a native? Transplant. Transplant. Where are we coming from? Grew up in South Florida. South Been Florida. here for about just over nine years. Nice. Oh, Pay yeah. my taxes. You know, I'm a I'm a full fledged resident now. I got the plates. Do you have a Bought Subaru? a house. I got a Honda Element. Oh, the so one that opens I'm up. I'm in there. Yeah. You're loud. Did you Did you leave the jean shorts behind? I kept the jean shorts, but <laughs> I don't wear in. them out here. What? Really? Back <laughs> in that hipster vibe right? is really bringing them back. Somebody said it the other day that hillbilly's coming back. Dude, all four of us are going to be in good shape. Right? As <laughs> a bunch of rednecks in at this table. We're going to be great. Um, well, Charles, you are, I guess, the representative today coming to us from the Wincoop Brewing, correct? That's right. That's right. Did you come out here to Colorado for brewing, or was it That's a love That's exactly beer? right. I, oh, I came out here uh, with a food science degree from Florida State and uh, had been home brewing and basically – Saw that the scene out here was an opportunity to learn, um, and I started kind of doing some little gigs around up in Boulder, doing some homebrew stuff, and then actually got my first gig here at Wincoop about seven years ago. I started Wait, what cleaning is little kegs. Gigs and homebrew. Does that okay. mean like you go make like you know butt helping hash? on the canning line, uh, cleaning, cleaning tanks, floors, not even tanks yet. You know, like not even well, not the ground floor. We're talking like the basement. <laughs> Um, the stuff that you can do on the uh, on the side and you know get a few low fill cans. So a lot of stale beer smell and yeah, shit like that. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. They're like, hey, see it's that like corner over there. Dishes. Yeah, yeah. It's like a washing dishes type or restaurant of restaurant guys. Yeah, exactly. It's it's like that. Um, it's mopping the floors, picking brains from the brewers, seeing what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I had that science background, so it was. Uh, and all the made party a lot of background sense. from Florida State, right, come like on. that's a perfect like, it all like makes chemistry. Sense. And I mean, that is a, it's vibe a good time down there. Yeah, that's right. Um, Moving to Minver was probably a little bit of a rough adjustment for you. Well, I moved to Boulder first, that's and smart. then started coming down here on my days off to clean kegs, um, and that's how I got a job. They started paying me to put the rings on the cans back when we canned beer here. Um, and a lot of fun times down in the basement, and then uh, just chipped my way. Um, and uh, yeah, work my way up the to the canning line into the Sanitized cellar, up into the brewer. That That's right. Classic capitalism. Well, every time oh. I thought that I might have to check out a new brewery to get you know a little bit higher up in the on the totem pole, a position opened up at. Funny how that works, right? But at the same time, you know, it is nice that y'all's community, and, you know, we'll speak about that with Kevin and Friction and that collab as well, but the community in the brewing world is, like, nice where y'all can go to each other not only for questions or also, like, but, like, 
ideas or you know you've that's done right. something really great here but that's also you know fair to jump ship if you had to you know yep. like the opportunities to grow and learn you know that's from right. Boulder to Denver and things like it's that like super collaborative especially in Denver it's just the camaraderie is huge and it's a, you see somebody you might have met at ratioed you know one time and you see him at the grocery store with a ratio shirt yo what's up ratio Hey, what's up, Wincoop? Like, high five, and that's it. You know, it's like, yo, what do you got coming on? It's like Jeep people. Like, you see them, like, you give each other, like, the old the finger wave. It's yeah. seriously, it's true, you know. But that camaraderie kind of, it, it transcends not only the brewery world, and this is going to be a perfect segue into, like, y'all do other things, you know, right. whether it be outside activities, bring great collabs also, and that brings me to introduce Kevin Brown of Friction Labs. Is that correct? That's right. Yes, I nailed the company, and the name was a, a slam dunk. But and it was a perfect segue. I mean, we're killing it. God, this is, we should do more it's like you guys are pros or something. Yeah, yeah it really is. Uh, all right, and so, our audio sounds good, too. So before we move forward, Kevin, are you a transplant or a native? I'm transplant from the great state of Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. We're not full redneck. Okay. But those are some drinkers up there. Yeah. They are like some of the best drinkers. And they've got cheese. Cheese and beers, like, they're jammed. Yeah, I think when uh, the Badgers went to the Rose Bowl when I was in high school, they drank, uh, they drank the city out of bourbon. Really? Yeah. Amazing. What's, it's Pasadena. Yeah, well, Pasadena. A bunch of pussies. But yeah. also, we, we don't have any – we don't care for California <laughs> here in Colorado. But also, what year are we talking? Are we talking Russell Wilson or a little bit younger than that? Oh, younger than that. Tolver? Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember those years. I'm just trying to run it back. We're football guys. Well, what brought you here from Wisconsin? You hated the cold? Uh, climbing, really. Uh, actually, oh, I graduated from college. I went to North Carolina for a little bit and uh, got really into rock climbing. And there's probably no better state to be in than Colorado. So came out here and kind of started over. Wait, let's let's dial this back. You went down to North Carolina for a little bit, mm-hmm. fell in love with climbing, like Asheville area, Black Mountain? Oh, no. I, I, well, Highlands? I, I started climbing in college. Uh, oh, okay. I played college football and then uh, I can believe that. Stopped. You have the shoulders of a, a moose. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't help me in climbing at all. Um, really? And then I, I moved to North Carolina. I was a high school science teacher for a little bit and then uh, realized that uh, I want to do something different with my life, so moved Smart. out here. I love that. That's right. the passion. Pro- right Y'all both kind of followed your heart. Like, I was just kind of bored in Mississippi. I was like, there's nothing fucking going <laughs> it on. It was too right? damn hot. Oh, yeah. man. But I love that y'all did that. So you, how did we find our way into this niche of I'll figure out what I want to do, but I want to be outdoors because I enjoy climbing, and now you've got a job in it. How um, did that come to fruition? Well, I think it was a long time in the making. Um, so I, I was in sales, worked for a couple of different software companies. Um, Me too. Oh, nice, nice. Uh, I sold payroll for ADP for a little bit. Uh, it was actually the job that I came out here with. And uh, I've always been into climbing um, ever since uh, college. Um, about 12 years ago, two of my friends and I, we started the Denver Bouldering Club. Uh, oh, okay, like one of the first climbing gyms in Denver proper. Great gym. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. That was about. like sort of my first entrepreneurial itch got scratched. And uh, from there, uh, I'd been doing that about like four or five years. And um, then uh, with my business partner in IKEA, uh, we started Friction Labs, and uh, I've been doing that ever since. For uh, we're all going into our eighth year now. And what is exactly Friction Labs? Y'all are kind of an. I mean, y'all. This is about to be like peak season for y'all. We mentioned you know the climbing, but y'all are kind of an all-encompassing athletic chalking company, and I guess outdoor 
This yeah. is Joel Seen. The Olympics are coming. People that's are using Joel's shit. That's true. Been, we were talking about it beforehand. I got all excited. Sorry. I love sports. So uh, I'm a bit of an obsessive climber, and with my moose shoulders, uh, climbing's, uh, you know, it's kind of difficult because uh, most of the folks, if you watch the, the guys that are in the Olympics and, and women in the Olympics, you'll see that they are um, much smaller thin stature. Frame. Yeah, thin lean. framed. Lean. Yeah, lean. Yeah. Um, scrappy, wiry. Um, I and feel like you just described Wes Welker. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, so cl- uh, chalk is uh, probably the most important uh, piece of gear that you use in climbing because that's uh, how your hands stay in contact with the rock. And I had bought some off-brand chalk. I went climbing. It, uh, it didn't work for me at all. I threw a temper tantrum, came home. My wife's a geologist, so I asked her where chalk comes from. She didn't know, but she hooked me up with a guy who has an XRF lab. We tested. Please, what is an XRF lab? Uh, X-ray fluorescence lab. Okay. So don't if, expect our crowd to know what that is. <laughs> you don't have to chop that down. Go ahead and give us the so long-winded one. If, if you shoot XRF at anything, it'll tell you all the elements that are present there in, in like <laughs> the ratio. Cool. Sweet. <laughs> that sounds good. So uh, chalk. I'll it's, put my drugs in there. Right? <laughs> It'd probably be mostly carbon. Yeah. Well, maybe not. So chalk, uh, chalk's marketed as 100% magnesium carbonate. Um, no one, no one sells 100% magnesium carbonate, um, and most of the chalk comes from Southeast Asia. So we've seen this movie, American Gangster. <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah. I mean, we do, we do put a lot of white powder through the mail. Yeah. yeah, more Je- George Young, <laughs> rest in peace. Um, but, but when we had it tested, we saw that most of it was, you know, less than 60% pure. So started doing some research, uh, found out that there's different grades of chalk. So we started working with pharmaceutical grade chalk. So you're into pharmaceuticals. If you've ever taken a white what pill, you, you've yeah. probably taken, uh, you've probably I eaten like some of our chalk. I like the little blue pills. Shout out to the ladies out there. <laughs> Whatever you need. <laughs> Were you talking about Xanax? <laughs> well, you know, m- most pharmaceuticals are they use uh, they use our chalk or the same oh, thing as really? our chalk to Sir, compress uh, it down. Are we about to learn that chalk's in damn near everything? Yeah, uh, it's it's in a lot. Yeah. Okay, it's yeah, okay, lot. keep on going. Yeah, I'm fascinated already. Yeah. I'm learning yes. so much. Um, so uh, so through this, uh, we we tested our chalk out. Um, we got a really good response from people. It lasts way longer than the other stuff that's out there because it's way more pure. And, um, you know, launched a website, and here we are, you know, almost eight years later. Uh, we're in 27 countries and, like, a 1,000 retailers around the U.S., and, uh, yeah, it's, it's been quite the journey. So, so you did mention, mention that chalk is the most important thing when climbing. I would have figured ropes. That would have been my or guess. Or hands. <laughs> you know? What kind of yeah. climbing you're doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it depends what kind of climbing you're doing. Like um, if you're free soloing, you definitely want some. Oh, yeah. How many times do we – I watched that recently, so we can talk about that yeah, maybe. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's where that um, – <laughs> it's no. going to be like that Chris Farley scene. Be like, do you remember that time you were in that movie? <laughs> that's how that interview would go. So, okay, so now y'all are repping this, you know – High grade chalk. I mean, what at, like are major athletes using it? What's what's the story now? Like it's swimmers, swimmers. Yeah. Well, so so pre-pandemic, um, we were mostly uh, mostly climbing, um, and majority of the top climbers around the world use our chalk. Um, we've got two of our athletes going to the Olympics: Colin Duffy, Brooke Rabatou. Um, hopefully yes. they crush it, both Colorado kids. So Colorado, that should that should be yeah. okay on this on this podcast. You can yeah. say whatever you want, but we're definitely fired <laughs> up to hear that. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, well, don't cheer for certain countries. And then um, when the pandemic hit and everything got shut down, uh, in an effort to stay in business, we did two things. We First, we developed a chalk that is more effective than a hand sanitizer at killing COVID um, and pathogenic bacteria. It's called Secret Stuff Hygienic. Uh, the and then we also started getting into... Uh, all other sports that use chalk, CrossFit, powerlifting, disc golf, uh, pole vault, track and field, y- you name it. It's, it's showing up everywhere. We even have um, professional baseball players, professional tennis ball play- or tennis players, uh, even pickleball. Hey, hell yeah. And it's not just that. It seems like, you know, you mentioned chalk is in almost fucking everything, <laughs> like Chris alluded to. But y'all found a way to transcend not only sports and moved it into a brewing aspect. Yeah, I, th- I think Charles can probably tell that story best. But yeah. th- I mean, that's still a wild concept. So y'all are kind of it's wild. all over the board. But you did mention like y'all did make that pivot. And we heard that pivot during COVID happened a lot. Mm-hmm. And obviously with breweries and this gorgeous fine establishment not being open, everyone kind of had to make a pivot. So, yeah, I mean, obviously we want to talk about the collab, but I'd love to learn a little bit more, just juggling back and forth between the conversations, uh, totally. how, how y'all were doing in the, in the COVID times, how y'all pivoted. Do y'all have any Olympians on y'all's roster? We don't yet. Well, then never mind. We're we going back to We might have Kevin. had <laughs> some. Uh, yeah, we, you know, this is Wincoop. We, uh, we put up a good fight, and we're still standing um, as a group. We kind of had to hunker down and, and make it happen. Some days were rougher than others, um, just hustling to go food. Uh, felt like I was back in high school, you know, slinging, slinging food, taking phone orders and, and doing that thing. But, um, yeah, our crowler machine helped us uh, sell beer, um, filling growlers and crowlers. Um, at some point. I thought he misspoke when he said growlers the first time. But oh, yeah. Back to crowlers. Yeah, that's right, 32-ounce cans. <laughs> and we have them still for sale. Um, there was even the crazy part of the pandemic when we were able to sell, like, to-go pints. <laughs> Do you remember this? The good days? With, like, a sticker that says, I won't drink this on my drive home. Yeah, right, like, as I peel that off. Just so exiting. wild, you know. As someone but, who used to work and live yeah. in New Orleans, that was, like, the best That's part of the pandemic. Thing. Besides not having to, like, smile at other people when you walk, <laughs> right. you could just do your own thing. That was the second best part was you could leave the restaurant with a cocktail. That's right. I do miss that, but especially because sometimes you just want to take those delicious crowlers and growlers on the go. That's right. But sometimes you just want to drink one on the walk down the street. So. But you know, when when Kevin was talking about the chalk being like hand sanitizer, I was thinking that would have been so cool if you walked into a place and there was like just a bowl of chalk and instead of the hand sanitizer. <laughs> I feel like LeBron pregame. <laughs> well, that stuff's like a – it's like a paste. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, it's like a liquid chalk. It's like a It's like a cream yeah. that you put on. You should have yeah. told us that beforehand. Now we look stupid. Well, when I was climbing up at Garden of the Gods, that. I used the secret <laughs> stuff um, because, yeah, it was like, well, it says it actually will kill COVID, and I'm out here climbing with a few other people I don't know, and it made sense. So is that how y'all – would y'all meet just like belaying down a rock? Be like, oh, hidey ho neighbor. How did y'all, how did y'all we, meet? We crossed paths at the climbing gym more than a few times. A couple times, times yeah. yeah. I remember seeing you – I think you were probably climbing in the Masters mm-hmm. uh, comp at, mm-hmm. for Heart and Soul years ago. Um, that was all word. They did those were but, not uh, sentences. We were – yeah, the Heart and Soul comp uh, – is a pretty cool competition at Denver Bouldering Club. Okay, do we um, not have time to say competition? Like, we can take our time here. We're climbers, we don't dude. We're calling comp. Yeah. <laughs> like, hurry up. Comp down. Comp up. <laughs> I didn't know if we were in a um, hurry. Time press. But, yeah, we 
we definitely crossed paths, um, and I knew a couple people I, just from hanging out at the gym that were Friction Lab shirts and, um, you know, struck up conversation. Climbing is a pretty rad community of people I like to hang out. Um, but we got introduced by a friend, a mutual friend, Joanne, who she really is the star of this. Um, if, like, I'm the beer guy and he's the climbing chalk guy, she's she's right in the middle. She's been a yeast rep for and worked in the beer world for, like, 20-something years. But she's also helped uh, set up climbing comps for... Nice. Collegiate and youth mm-hmm. forever. Okay. Her son uh, is an epic ice climber, uh, Cody. He's he's like Imagine top in the world. You know, he's excellent. That's such a cool um, hobby. Like I rank number two in the world in ice real, climbing. That's for real. a flex. There's um, no chick safe at a bar. You can just have my girlfriend's like, yeah, I'm leaving you. Kid. <laughs> this guy climbs glaciers. Shout out to Cody. Well done. Yeah, Cody's killing it. Um, and I wish Joanne could be here today, but. Um, yeah, she introduced us. So I got to know her from buying yeast from her. Um, and then my buddy Jay that worked here, he and I used to climb at Denver Bouldering Club. And uh, she wanted to get together, do some climbs. And she'd been trying to put together a brewer's climbing league for a long time because there's a lot of brewers that like to climb. And uh, so she set up the Colorado Brewer's Climbing League. And... Um, Basically, it was a, a way to get to different gyms that you might not climb at for kind of deals on the, the day pass to get into the gym. And then we'd all kind of hang out at a local brewery afterward and, and hang out. And um, she had a little competition kind of with it. You could you could set uh, sign off on difficulties of problems, and she would kind of grade and evaluate. And then every week release like who you know who took first that week, and then the, it all culminated with like uh, Jay and I taking first oh, in the suck climbing. It, Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a reward, I guess like we got a trophy, and she bought a round up at Upslope uh, Brewing Company up in Boulder, and um, she said I'll donate some yeast, whatever you guys want to do. Well, Jay and I had been joking. And this is where the beer and meets the chalk. We we use chalk in beer, just like pharmaceutical companies use chalk in their pills. Uh, Chalk is in a lot of things. You might not quite think it makes sense for it to be there. Uh, It can be used as like a binding agent. It can be used for um, flavor characteristics or enhancements. Pretty much any seltzer water or soda water or mineral water. Um, when they say mineral, they're talking about things like chalk or carbonates or sulfates. And Friction Labs uses magnesium carbonate. Well, in the brew house, we have, and it's not pharmaceutical grade. It's just regular food grade. Do you get it from Tanks Direct? Oh, wait, no. No, sorry. <laughs> no. Wrong, wrong I one. should ask. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, we use calcium carbonate. And along with a few other minerals, and, and this is a pretty common thing for brewers to do. Um, I could get real science on this, like, real do fast. Do it. Nerd out on us. Don't be shy. Um, basically, the best thing about Denver for the beer scene um, is that we have such low minerality in the water. You might have tasted your tap water and gone, damn, 
this water's epic compared to maybe Mississippi or where I'm from, Florida, right? The water's pretty crappy down there. I don't. I think it's a boil notice still in Mississippi. Yeah, <laughs> perpetual. <laughs> Both showering and drinking. So, so we have this great. We we call it a blank slate, right? So we don't have to take minerals out for it to be this nice, great, pure water. It just shows up like that in our taps down here. What we can do is add minerals, and what we'll do that for is to kind of replicate regional, um, international styles of beer that come from different mineral bases of their or um, different water tables, right? So, like in Britain, their water is a different mineral content of carbonates and sulfates and all these things, and we'll add in chemicals to our brewing water to kind of replicate that, and that. Water's our biggest ingredient, right? It's our main ingredient in beer. It makes or breaks the final product. It helps with the mashing program. It helps with during a boil. It helps gain flavors from the malt and the hops. It'll help with yeast metabolism. And in the final crisp, uh, you know, finish of the beer, you'll taste that minerality. It plays a part from the beginning to the end. So we use chemicals like that. Jay and I thought it'd be a, you know, we thought it was a funny joke. Well, if we ever run out of climbing chop at the gym, we'll just take some of the stuff we got at the brewery. We've got like 50-pound bags of this stuff just hanging around. We can take a few ounces and use it at the gym. It was like a real dumb, like, ha-ha-ha, brewer joke. Well, Joanne, brewer joke. Yeah, <laughs> classic, dude. Did you find $20 at the end of that story? <laughs> I wish. Well, Joanne actually was like, yo, that's a great idea. You guys should totally meet our my friend kevin he's got this chalk company you might have heard of him we're like actually we use friction labs at the gym you know and then on upon introducing through email um he let me know that no it was better than food grade it's pharmaceutical we actually test this and that was when we started doing this collab it was like cool well what do we use chalk for we use it in some of our british stuff uh so we made some British Golden Ales. Uh, the first two rounds of this were kind of like lighter British blonde type ales. Really basic, easy, crisp finish, low alcohol, like great after a climbing sesh, you know, like 4.5% so you could have a few. Yeah, um, I know that feeling. That's exactly what I know. want after I climb. Right. <laughs> well, this third one, we're like, well, we like, we want to do something different. They, they came to me and they're like, we want to we want to hype this one up. We want to go big. We want to talk about it more. We want to let people know we're doing it, and we want to be able to raise money for our uh, foundation, which I'll let Kev talk about. But I'm, like, thinking, well, what's, like, the most hype beer style there is? Hazy IPA. Let's let's talk but, about it. I mean, as someone who comes from cannabis, without a clever, cheeky name, what is in Hazy You're IPA? You're done, right? Yeah, exactly. You're just dead to rights. You're stuck in a, a pool of mediocrity. We were trying to think of names, and I swear, Kevin just goes, Ambele Hazy IPA. And we're like, thank you. I mean, <laughs> That's it. <laughs> as someone who loves a good alliteration and rhyme, well done, Kevin. Well, not thank only you. the brawn, but also the brains. Thank Don't you. listen right. to the thank That's right, yeah. It's, it's our third <laughs> beer. I think it's the best named one. The it first is. one was Limey Unicorn. Yes. Because the chalk we use is a, it's called Unicorn Dust. Oh. Uh, we have Unicorn Dust, really Grip, and Bam Bam. Um, so we used Unicorn Dust in that one. And then the Don't second grind one. grind down the horn for that? <laughs> but it did, yeah, it pretty much. Like but it's colorful. It's a pet friendly process. So people were upset. Vegan? Yeah. 
I apologize. I, we were talking yeah. about murdering innocent animals. Yeah. <laughs> Unicorns. Yeah, just chopping the heads off and grinding down the stumps. Yeah, the limey unicorn was, you know, limey as a British person. But there was, the fatal flaw was that there was no lime flavor. Yeah, the connotation but, uh, there from so. an American mm. would be that it's going to come like a Modelo with like a Correct. wedge. Correct. And it didn't hit like that. But this yeah. one hits. The next yeah. one was friendly friction. And people were like, well, you guys hate each other? Like, what's the deal? <laughs> like, is this a reluctant collaboration? Uh, we're like, no, we're we're friendly. It's, it's friendly friction, friction, you know? Come on. <laughs> So, yeah, yeah, I think we got this one. I'm good, good thing y'all <laughs> let Kevin do the third one. <laughs> yeah. First two. yeah. We'll let those slide. That's what happens when you give the brewers control well, of the name. But, you know, y'all, it's a great idea. They gave you the control of the beer, and the on belay, it seems to taste pretty delicious for the beer drinkers out there. They love it. But it's, like you mentioned, it's all for a good cause as well. And so, Kevin, I'd love it if you tell us a little bit about, you know, a proceeds kind of what they go to so that we know we're not supporting, you know, the Taliban and things like that. When the <laughs> Perfect. Sure. Yeah, no, no, no support for the Taliban. Nice. Um, so, you know, like, like most <laughs> like most small businesses, uh, the first couple of years of being in business is you're, you're not so much in business as you're in, like, the business of survival. So, um, you know, we kind of just did everything we could to keep the business moving forward. And then uh, last spring, um, when everything kind of went down in the world and you had to kind of rethink about what your, what the purpose of your business is and what you're trying to do, we realized that, you know, we work with hundreds of gyms across the U.S. and, frankly, around the world. And we thought, well, maybe there's something that we could do well with them. So we came up with this idea of, like, we should cause good. And the way that we're trying to cause good is we're trying to bring underserved youth populations into our climbing gyms. And not just for like a one-time event where they can just like try climbing out or CrossFit or Ninja or any of the other sports that we work with. Um, but so they can get in, they can get exposed to it. And we, we're working with the gyms to make sure that the kids can come back again and again and again. And uh, our first event down in Florida we had 40 kids there, and I think we're at, like, a little over 30 of the kids have been back at least four times. So, and hopefully it kind of drives them down a, uh, you know, lifelong passion for the sport. And uh, You're growing huh. the game. Yeah. yeah, trying to. These mm-hmm. could be the kids that go to the Olympics in 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's so, all. So yeah. are these some kids who just, like, climb indoors? Like, are there people, are there climbers who They're are just, like... They're climbing a lot of, like, just sand dunes. And yeah, yeah. Most of these kids haven't had a chance to go climbing or try CrossFit right. or, or anything like that. So, yeah, we're just, we're just trying to bring them into the gym to get them exposed. And if they like it, there's lots more opportunities afterwards. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about not only, I mean, I love the calls. The call's good. That's a much better name than... You know, right. bl- limey blokes or whatever that, <laughs> whatever your backup one's going to be. But what is the scene like as two, obviously you can see we are probably the most physique, you know, physical specimens here at this table today. What does y'all's crowd look like? Obviously it's fairly yeah. popular in Colorado. You see it off every single interstate and road. You see people parking and hoofing in. What's the scene like across the country? Is it a, a big one? Are we growing at a, a nice clip? Are y'all like lacrosse? Or what are we looking like in terms of scale? I, I think, you know, maybe. It's a great question by me. It, it was a great question. Thank uh, you. And really well said, too. Um, I'm articulate and not <laughs> yeah. very wordy. Yeah, so, no. No, I wouldn't accuse you of that at all. Um, uh, so five, six years ago, climbing was probably regarded as more of a, you know, a small niche sport. Um, 
and with getting into the Olympics, with uh, the movie Free Solo, with the movie Don Wall, I think a lot of people got exposed to climbing for the first time. Um, when we started the business, I think there were there were about 150 climbing gyms in the U.S., and now we're getting close to like 500 commercial facilities. That's what's Most awesome. colleges and universities have a gym. Rec centers are starting to put them in. I mean, heck, even high schools and grade schools are starting to put them in. It's a great workout for it's kids workout. too. You know, yeah. if you have them at least, yeah. and you learn a little bit of like teamwork, perseverance. It's a fear. mental thing and yeah. it's yeah. physical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's that, I didn't realize that it was growing to that a clip of that size. That's mm-hmm. fantastic because you would think it's great for the outdoor communities and people that do like knolls and shit like that. But like people that come from Mississippi and middle and lower class, you know, communities around the country, rock climbing is either not re- readily accessible or yep. a readily thought of activity outside of just casual tomfooleries <laughs> and eight-year-old, which everyone enjoyed doing. So like yep. giving an outlet to people that maybe otherwise wouldn't have one, it's a fantastic idea, and I, I fucking love it. And it could take some that. money to get into it too. Yeah. It's one I mean, of those sports as well. It's not as bad as golf, but you right. still have to have some of the tools and like a way to get to point A to point B. Yeah. You know, like there's there's obstacles in in the way, but yeah. y'all seem to mitigate those very well. We try. But, yeah. That's what sucks when you grow up. You realize like sports cost money. Like when oh. I was a kid, I was just like, <laughs> oh, a new pair of cleats, new pair of shoes, cool. But then like when you have to buy that shit by yourself, right. like hey, I want to get into skiing. A new sixty Sweet. degree on. two grand. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, but climbing, I mean, you need chalk, mm-hmm. shoes, yeah. maybe rope, maybe not. Rope. I mean, even I mean just, how you want to go. Just access to understanding how that does, uh, like, the ropes and belay devices work. And right. Being able to have somebody to show you how to be safe on the wall or how to use pads. and Tie knots. Or, yeah, or just even getting into the mountains if you're going out there. That, that's up front. You're paying for the gas, and it's a whole day, and you got to know where the hike is, and... So if you somebody know. wants to get in that conversation, like let's say somebody that's listening to this podcast is like, fuck, I want to try rock climbing. I got nothing to do this weekend. And it's seem, seemingly something you can do with a little sativa. Shout out to our friends over yeah. at Shop Cali's. How does someone get into that scene? How does someone try it out? Like y'all, is y'all's gym great for beginners? Because I don't want to go stand next to y'all while y'all are like one arm grappling the <laughs> fucking roof. It's similar to like starting a diet or something along those lines. How does someone break into the scene? Oh, there's there's gyms all over the place. So if you just search for climbing gym in your area. Um, they most they have like intro to climbing classes. If you show up, usually like someone will just kind of show you the show you the ropes. So I can just walk in with a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and be like, someone's let's go. They'll someone take care of all of it. Really? Yeah. yeah. Just okay. save, save the sativa for afterwards. Really? Yeah. We you want a little hand-eye coordination. I think you're underestimating the, how delicious the cannabis is in today's day and age. Um, well, this is a, a follow-up question to if you're getting started, but these are more questions a little bit about y'all and who's the better climber. Obviously, we know from pre- previous competitions, but at the same time, let's talk a little bit about favorite places, coolest mm-hmm. places it's taken y'all, um, mm-hmm. things along those lines. Have we done El Capitan? Uh, things like that. Is, no, that, no. Is, that the, is that the mountain or is that the rock face? That yep. we, oh, yeah, yeah. You got yeah, yeah. Those are questions that I think a lot of people want to know as y'all are semi-professional climbers. Uh, no. Oh, no. no. Favorite place to climb in Colorado? Uh, up at Mount Evans, there's a bunch of boulder fields uh, around yeah. Mount Evans. Uh, there's an area called Lincoln Lake. It's like, uh, it's like around 12,000 feet. Beautiful area. Yeah, that's my favorite. So are, are y'all like, are those like lined... Like are those like routed climbs or? Are they you have that there. I'm I'm mostly into the the bouldering, which is like you climb like uh, you know a big rock that's maybe like uh, 
you know, 12 feet tall to like maybe the size of a house. Right. Um, and it's like more focused on the, the technical aspect of climbing, like technical difficulty. Um, you don't use, you just use crash pads, which right. are like foam pads on the ground that you fall on, no ropes or anything like that. Yeah. Uh, chalk and shoes. And so you, you go raw that. dog. Is what you're yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Do you raw dog as well? Raw dog down at the snake pits. Jeez, the pits, the boulders. The pits. On your back as yeah. You walk in. yeah. yeah I always thought those were libido mats that they were going out there to get some outdoor <laughs> ad- adventures. Turns out totally different vibe. <laughs> for top rope or sport, I, I really dig Clear Creek Canyon. You're climbing right oh. along the, uh, the creek, and it's just killer beautiful. Where is that? Uh, basically the canyon that leads into Golden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. So you can literally just do this in our backyard. Yeah. But let's give a little bit of a, a PSA. Y'all tell us little nightmare stories. People want to know, have you ever gotten hung up that there? Have you fallen really fa- far or fallen hard like Matthew McConaughey and failure to launch? Y'all know what I'm talking about? If you don't, then that's your own fault. <laughs> uh, I'm a rom-com specialist. Do we have any murder, uh, horror stories of, uh, of climbing with friends or sleeping on the side of a mountain? Um. No, I, I mean, there's definitely been some, like, trapped under some boulders in a thunderstorm. Uh, 127-hour thing? Uh, no, no, nothing, nothing that <laughs> extreme. I think my, my, my worst was uh, a friend of mine uh, fell off the top of a boulder and landed on his now wife's leg, and Ooh. we had to, like, carry her out a couple miles. Oh, wow. right. um, that, that was probably, like, our gnarliest story. But for the most part, we try and pay attention to the weather and um, So weather is your biggest, like, I guess – deterrent slash i guess obstacle in that instance or is when the weather's good it's great when the weather's not it's yeah you're better off going drink beer so like what's your skill level here would y'all say y'all like nine out of tens or y'all like sevens like six six six. i don't know like all the kids are getting hard to say yeah a while ago maybe i was like maybe above five i'm probably below five yeah it's not but it's still fun oh yeah if you're having (laughs) a good time then you're the best climber you know Favorite climbing movie? Favorite climbing movie? Cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. I knew you knew, know that one. Um, those real rocks are pretty rad. Like the the real like live action it's, kind of? It's like a series of movies. Like a real Warren Miller film? Yeah, similar. I like the Yeah, I like the old, like, the grungy ones that it's just like a bunch of dudes, like, filming each other and... They come back and if you like that, you should see our other friends and sponsors, (laughs) Brazzers. Yeah, they're probably friends. If you guys, if you guys could climb anywhere in the world today, where would you want to go? Oh, good question, Chris. Uh, I'd say probably (laughs) Rocklands in South Africa or um, some of the different areas in Japan. They both uh, look pretty amazing. Are they known? Is it a big scene in both of those communities as well? Like Mm -hmm. their their outdoor vibe? Mm Because like. They're really good at skiing out in, in northern Japan, and then in South Africa, you're just exposed to all the elements. So I didn't mm-hmm. know if those are the vibe out there. Oh yeah. Where are the other big vibes in the world? I mean, there's there's every country has like some Romania. Awesome. Uh, I think so. Northern <laughs> Korea. <laughs> Korea actually has some really good rock. Uh, yeah. I don't know about North. I Korea. love how they call it. The, they got good northern. rock. They got good rock. You know who else is good rock? The guy at Vine and Colfax. <laughs> <laughs> Great rock. <laughs> what about? Um, <laughs> sorry, Charles. Honestly, what about you? Where do Where do you want to go? I've always wanted to do some climbing over in Austria and Slovakia. Cause I've got like family over there. But you could some you could parlay that into some beer. like some beer. I vibes. know. Well, we, maybe we do a collab over there. Um, I'm in. The 
Probably the most rad spot, though, in Denver. It's like the uh, the hidden gem of Denver's bouldering is Wincoop's basement. Whoa, tell me about Whoa. it, JoJo. Whoa. So our building is one of the oldest in Denver. I think it was built in 1897. And so the basement, and I can show you this after this if you want. Um, the stone If I had a nickel wall. for every time a guy tried to get me into his basement. <laughs> you should check out my dirty, weird basement. Yeah. Uh, Sweet. <laughs> the walls are like, um, like just there, like actual stone. Like it's not shaped in any way. It's it's just stone and mortar, and so the stone has natural rock features on it, right? And uh, Jay, that brewer I was talking about before, uh, he and I would kind of goof around and throw some grain bags down and use them as our cushion, and just kind of traverse. The low the wall the walls down there um, put a couple holds up. Um, actually, on our first collab, we during the mash rest, which is like about an hour period of just letting the grain hang out in its hot water bath, um, we went down there. A schwitz. Um, yeah, we all went down and had a sweet little climbing sesh on the the natural stone. Kind of like playing like the floor's lava, that game? Basically, yeah. yeah love that exactly. game. Exactly. That's all climbing really is. That's really yeah. it. You no one's just it. big eight-year-old. It's the, the, that's awesome. It's the hardest way to get on top of the boulder usually, but you choose to do it. <laughs> is your passion actually beer? Because I feel like you may yes. be a rock climber. Like, I'm a rock hard, climber. Because like, you're like, oh, yeah. you know, we could climb this shit right oh, here. Dude, this I was climbing. <laughs> My mom always said she was the only lady in town that had little footprints up on the middle of the, you know, between the doors and stuff. So I was climbing trees, palm trees, banyan trees. Barefoot, just climbing, like, yeah. shucking them. Raw dog. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I've always loved climbing. I didn't get into it till I, like, into the gyms or outdoor until uh, I moved out here. And See, started but at as a spot. Floridian, you probably got into beer at a pretty young age, too. So, like, your mom probably yeah. had those everywhere. That's, that's my as mom's side. As a Mississippian, side. I can say that. Well, my mom's side's from Pittsburgh, so uh, that's the connection. Yins they likes like, to climb. Yins like to drink. <laughs> what beer were you but, crushing uh, down while at FSU? Natural oh, ice. You know what I was drinking was either the Sweetwater 420. Oh, fuck or you. Or honestly, that's not a beer Yingling. that people could have in college. Yeah. We crushed we a shit ton. Yingling. Okay, when I, I had a Yingling, it was like, but mine was more well, natural light. what is going on here? Why Why is this? We called it the nectar of the gods. So when we had a party, we would throw in the extra 60 to get Yingling. But I also we grew up. We didn't have that luxury because they stopped. Sh- they wouldn't ship it past, like, east right. of, we'll like, bootleg the, the Georgia border. Yeah, so we'd get it, both Sweetwater and Yingling from yeah. Atlanta and drive it back to Startville. But Terrapin. we're talking, like, six packs, not fucking gags. Terrapin was good. Yeah. Uh, if we could get a beta, that was pretty cool. Um, but like I said, I moved out of the south to get into beer because the scene wasn't awesome then, but now it is. There's yeah. some killer breweries just in Florida alone, like down the street from where I grew up. we got Civil Society. There's Green Bench up in the state killing it. Um, so, yeah, it's cool but none to go back. But they were using chalk in their beers, idiots. I bet they are now. Yeah, now that they heard about <laughs> the Envoy IPA success, they've done very well. Well, you know, we were joking around about colleges and beers, and we mentioned or alluded to earlier that you mentioned Wisconsin played football. What was the beer of choice there? Was it the cow beer? 
uh, well, spotted, spotted cow. cow. Yeah, everyone's spotted got a soft spot cow. in their heart for uh, New Glarus spotted cow. But yeah, you know Miller Lite, you know Miller Lite ice. I think that was like the ice beer age when I was in college. Mm. So you know anything with ice in it, that's that's what it made was. It that cool. extra four percent that just right made on. it was yeah. like four loco. I mean, none of it tasted good anyway. Okay. So at least it got you drunk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I you mean, missed the seltzer game in college. I mean, well, there was Zima. You're good. It just wasn't. Ooh, you, just, was you just Zima. Like, we used to steal you those. You had vodka soda that is the whole true. time, and I would say that's the same thing. I don't know. Zima would probably give you a worse hangover than a, a vodka soda. Oh, for There's sure. There's so much sugar in that sure. thing. They were tasty, though. I mean, they were like. I got drunk off them before. They were ahead of their time. Yeah, I mean, they were. Yeah. Sitting underneath <laughs> the bridge, stealing <laughs> six packs. God. We Tom really got all right, guys. So that was that was a really good segment. I like that seamless plug about you having a rock climbing gym in your uh, very old it's a brewery. Secret. It's a secret, though. Don't tell anybody. No one's gonna hear this. No, yeah. It's all right. No one will hear this. Edit that out, Zane. <laughs> um, all right. So now that we're back on path, we, we we chopped that last conversation out of the conversation. Let's get into the little nitty gritty. You ready to do it, Chris? Let's do it. All right. So where do we call home in the Colorado area, guys? I live up in the Highlands. Okay. Mm-hmm. Old Colorado City. Okay. All right. So these next questions are going to be kind of about the favorite watering holes, favorite places you like to eat, date night. We just like to know. Y'all mentioned y'all been here for a couple of years. Maybe y'all know something that we don't or our listeners don't know. Obviously, y'all know good beer. So come on down, Wincoop. Come try out the Envelay Hazy IPA for the listeners. But we also want to know maybe what you also find is a good beer. You know, you're, you're probably a professional taster at this point. So what? we'll start with I'd that. I'd say that. Where's oh, your favorite brewery that's not yours? And really quick, though, oh, if okay. you buy one of these Amblés, is a portion going oh, to the foundation yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. I, I did not talk about A dollar for every pint uh, is donated from uh, Wincoop Brewery, and then we're, Friction Labs is matching that. And Fuck then, yeah. And yeah. then we have, uh, yeah. we have uh, custom glassware where a, a buck of that is going to go towards this, too. Bada bing. Is it, be like is it rock climbing? You themed? guys want one? Uh, yeah, I want one. Yeah, yeah, it's it's sweet. It's custom. It's got our logos on it. It's got a sweet cliffhanger esque lady climbing up a wall. It's rad. Silhouette. Y'all should have yeah. done like the, the you know the grapple where like she's hanging one arm off like an edge of the next glass. next yeah. round. Uh, just where were you? In the, where were you? Dude, when we were trying to I thought you were the creative guy. We obviously know it wasn't Phil. Fucking killing Friendly you. friction yeah. over here. Blo- blokey line. And, uh, <laughs> we're, we're here now, guys. We're here now. So we won't have any more of these mistakes. But, yeah, maybe get a rock climber on the edge of the glass. No, you're right. totally right. Favorite rock watering hole? Oh, well, it was the falling rock. But now, I mean, if I'm in Denver, I love ratio. Um, if I'm in the Springs, one of my favorite breweries is Go Patch. Uh, Metric Brewing is up there. Um, yeah. That's where I go. All right, back to Denver. Mm -hmm. Kevin, you're in a pretty heated, like a hot spot in the neighborhoods. What's your spot to go to? Uh, I think the best beer selection in our area is uh, Hops and Pie. Favorite place to sit outside and have a beer. that new patio picnic area with the, oh, yeah. with the stage, it's yeah. popping on a weekend. It's uh, a good te- good scene. Yeah. A little We're bit under the radar place is Local 46. Oh, um, yes. killer patio. Yeah, too. Killer patio. Oh, so hopefully man. hopefully they stick around. I think pandemic's been uh, causing them some, some ways to go sideways. But, uh, yeah, those, those are my two favorite. 
uh, walking distance places. Oh, uh, so you're the Tennyson Street area, and you're right. Local 46. It was a hiccup they had where they're not gonna, they're no longer gonna be in their location after this summer. They're gonna re, they're no. gonna move to West 38th yeah. into like next door to American Elm or where, right in that area. But go hit them up this summer. Give that right. big ass patio. It's got a, they got a, a great selection of beers as well as cocktails and live music. But yeah, hops and pie. They're recently did that giveaway with us mm-hmm. for uh, to help support the fallen soldier and the good Samaritan. Awesome. And they have dank pizzas, great sandwiches, Amazing. and if you that, tacos. The, oh man, the, the whole menu. Like you go in there for pizza and beer, and you're like. Should I try this sandwich of the week? Yes, and then the next you thing should. you know, it slaps so <laughs> fucking hard. You're like, damn, I need that on the menu every week. And I literally yeah. covet, like, I go back when I see things being recirculated. I love that family. Leah and Josh and them are great. Yeah. It's always like Kevin listens to our podcast. Are you a supporter? <laughs> um, <laughs> we mention hops and pie all the time. I, I didn't know about it before this. <laughs> Whatever. It's cool. I didn't know about your labs either. That's cool. I mean, it doesn't look like you would. Yeah, it doesn't. Unless you you start putting those things in more publicized pharmaceuticals, and maybe I'll know who you is. Maybe you've taken some of our chocolate. There we go. Yeah. The pressy world has gotten really awkward recently. All right, so I love it. Uh, Those are great locations, and Ratio also. Big supporters love the rhino scene. Larimer Street's popping this summer. That reminds me, go see our friends at 31st and Larimer, Cali's Cannabis. Just recently opened. Much better weed for the better bang for your buck, I think is what it is. Um, Much better than live well down the street. Suck it, live well. All right, next question. Date night of the week. Let's say you met a Philly at the gym. I don't see any rings. <laughs> you met a Philly at the ring. Uh, oh, I forgot. Sorry, Kevin. Well, I got special hands. So. I'm not. Oh, I forgot. You can't hurt fingers, those. Fingers don't, or the rings don't fit on the fingers so well. How do you get those things into crevices? <laughs> um, you must be. No one of you bold you, you have the least <laughs> no body for climbing whatsoever, and yet he's a climber. Yeah. It was like he crushes on the wall. It's, it's don't just, tell just you that. about tenacity. You keep showing up. Eventually, you figure it out. I feel like he was the guy that was at the gym, and, like, everybody was using the deadlift press, and he was like, fuck it. I'll just go climb this wall. Yes. And then fell in love with it. <laughs> yeah. Is that what happened? Oh, I stopped playing football, and my roommate took me uh, to the gym, and I was like, Got oh, yeah, fuck it. This is Here pretty good. Goes. So I sold a book and bought some shoes, and haven't looked back. Nice, dude. Damn, that's okay. I mean, I, mean, I want to try it because I feel like my gangly body wouldn't be hard to hold no, all 175 pounds. You got to use your legs. You got the right you use your legs. I, I mean, it's a strength to weight ratio. So if you can't be yeah. strong, at least you can be light. I can definitely mm-hmm. do that. And that sounded like a math equation in my head. And I'm not good at math. <laughs> strength. He's out. Yeah. I have the legs of Lieutenant Dan. Um, so one's got they got metal in them, so I can't really rely on them for Fair much. Enough. Fair I stick to golf and weed. Um, all right, so date night of the week, Kevin. Sorry to hear you're married. So we'll we'll start with Charles. Let's say you picked up a filly at the climber gym. She did all a right. you know a quick minute mile or whatever y'all call it, but and just wooed me. Yeah, she just she won you over with her grappling. Uh, we're um, going to Sugars. What is that? Down in the Springs. Okay. Sugars, amazing little spot. Wild. Uh, their menus are all over the place, but everything on there is done perfect. Did you say know? sugars? Sugars. Shell it, spell it for me so I can tell. Uh, the f- S-H-U-G-A. All right. Sugars. It sounds like a place you take someone yeah. to close. It's a great spot. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Okay, sugars. Shout out well, to sugars in Colorado Springs. We can't Springs. just pass on Kevin. Oh, Where I'm are gonna, you taking the wife out? We were going to go to him next. We just asked Charles first because he's single. 
All right, married man, where are we going to impress the lady? Pre-pandemic, my wife's favorite place was uh, Vesta Dipping Grill, so we would go there a lot. But uh, I, I just walked chef. past it the other day, and it uh, looks like they're not around anymore. No. Chef uh, passed away last year. Okay. So, so shout out to the family. They uh, they closed in August. Okay. So way to kill the buzz in the episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, but no, usually date night, my wife, uh, she's the one that picks the places. So whatever's trendy. Can uh, we get her on the pod? Yeah, probably. Is she a climber? She used to climb, yeah. Yeah, we have two kids now, so if we go climbing, she kind of tends to them more than the climbing lets me get my get my fix in. There you go. <laughs> are your kids decent climbers, or are they terrible? How old? I was going to ask how old they because he's not that old. I mean, he's uh, done it great hair. Eight, great hair eight and four. Oh, and yeah, shit. They're, they're just really? starting to get into it. Yeah, yeah. Did you meet her at a gym? Were you, like, flexing? Like <laughs> a, a buddy of mine that I climb with, actually. I'll believe Check you. my traps. <laughs> I don't think that would have gone over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she she belayed you? Uh, we, no, we just we yeah we went climbing together. We, yeah, we didn't climb with ropes. I bet you that, that's what we Oh say. really? Yeah. So she's a, a prof or she's a five or better as well in the skill set. Yeah yeah she's yeah she's better she, than a five for sure. Yeah yeah yeah. Damn, uh, that is pretty cool. If you were like good at him, like no, I don't need those fucking ropes. Be like yeah, I found the one. <laughs> I might break your head. And she's a geologist, so go yeah. figure. Yeah. Oh yeah. She loves rocks. That's right. They they like rocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? So does this podcast. All right, so this has been a really pro-Rocky podcast. <laughs> yes. And I don't mean the boxer. We're talking all geology, sedimentary. The other two, I don't remember them, but I'm sure you all got them. This next, Ignatius, yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Metamorphic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you study in college? I was a biology major. Oh, shit. Yeah. Got a couple nerds over here. I know, well, hey, it, it, it worked out well. I guess, you know, part of that is y'all wanted to kind of get to the bottom of something. Or, you know, you wanted to learn more about something. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it led y'all both down the career paths of being, you know, brutally successful and creative in your own sense. You know, mm -hmm. found y'all's niche yeah. and made it happen. So I applaud both of those things. Um, we've kind of got a little bit of a, a, f a vibe of where they like to hang out, what their, what their scene is. Um, these last couple questions we ask all of our guests. It's right at 11 o'clock, so the restaurant's opening up. Don't forget, Wincoop, down here across from Union Station. They got the coop open, fried chicken and beer. What the fuck more could you want during All-Star Week? Come down here, support a good cause, drink a hazy IPA. Everybody else is doing it, and enjoy some fried chicken as well. So, last questions of the night, Chris. You ready to get into it? Let's do it. You want one or two? I'll go with two. All right. First question of the night. We'll start with Kevin. This is the stone d'appetit question of the week. Let's say you, uh, you went climbing and then you got stuck in traffic. You've been in the car with, or with, the, with the boys or with the, girl, or with the wife. It does not matter. But you get home late. You're tired. You're exhausted. You just want to eat and get, call it a night. What's that go-to snack that you have to have or that you love to have right before you pass out? Oh, I think in that case, I'd probably just have a beer and call it good. Yeah? yeah? Okay, what if we had too many beers and we need to settle that down with something? They're a good follow-up question. If, if you're not making good choices on, on like, healthy food or something, not. I would say <laughs> just a good, juicy <laughs> cheeseburger. Good, oh. juicy cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. Do you, grab the, do you have a spot near the house you like to hit one? Snarf you know, right I'm, there I'm, on Federal? I'm, I'm look. I, I've tried a lot. I haven't found Park Burger was pretty was pretty good for a while. Um, yeah, the one on Thirty Second. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but no, right now I'm actually in search of Falling Rock was the best burger that I knew of in Denver. So if you know a good close. burger, I, I'd take a recommendation. I feel like I mean obviously there's Twan's, which is like a pop up uh, one. Have Wind had Coop has pretty good burgers. <laughs> 
Charles Come on. coming through. <laughs> Jesus, Kevin, we're on we're in the team here. Rode the boat. Sorry, I had the coop last time I was here. Oh, yeah, I know the go. fried chicken, right? I didn't know y'all had a burger. Tell me a little bit more about it. We got a couple types of burger. Um, nice. Yeah, we have a new head chef, Chris here. He's been doing lots of fancy stuff, working on the menu, tweaking things, making it his own. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the regular Brewers burger, solid. Okay, I like it, I like it. Well, same question applies. Let's say y'all had a couple too many beers celebrating yeah. a victory and a climbing champ yeah. or a comp, and uh, you wanted something to eat just before bed. You worked hard that day. What's your carne what? asada burrito oh. with the verde sauce? From where? Taco Express. Taco Express. Also in the Springs. Oh, damn it. I was like, <laughs> shit. This just sounds so good. Um, you know, I, if it was up in Denver... It would be a uh, carne asada taco, probably from uh, Mas Chaos over in uh, oh, yeah. Highlands. Yeah. Oh, and I probably would have been uh, drinking. Arms, I would have probably it? been drinking at either Local 46 or Call to Arms. So Call to Arms is fun. The best. So would y'all say y'all are beer guys over everything else? Like, do y'all yes. consume the cannabis? Love the cannabis. Occasionally. Yeah. Occasionally. Yeah. Yeah. Hard liquors. Big fan. Wine. Bourbon. Yeah. With tequila when it's hot out. Yeah, that's where I'm, I like where your head's at. I wasn't sure if y'all were like just beer nuts or if oh, y'all no. are like, no, y'all, y'all dabble in all. Anything less than sober is good. Yeah, I'm interested in flavor. I like to say more than sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if a, if a drink can deliver some interesting flavor, um, then I'm about it. All right, all right. The mezcal, tequila. Um, I've it's so just refreshing. gotten into rum it's a little bit more. Really? My fr- Some of my friends... Uh, are into the tiki stuff, but they go hard and they actually make all their own, you know, concoctions by hand, and that's fun to watch. Rum's them do actually that not bad. We're just, no. we just know the Bacardi that we like yeah. used to take well, shots of, and that's I know I horrible. had too much of it in college yeah. and just kind of stayed away for it for a long time. But I know that. But beer all the way. You know, we didn't even ask the question about that usually gets pulled. We didn't even ask it. Oh, we didn't. Oh well. All right. Well, y'all, uh, y'all alluded one question. You're welcome over there. You don't even have to send me an email asking oh, me to delete no. it. It was, it's okay. Chris, <laughs> go ahead and leave. Oh, before we leave, let's give a plug. How can I, folks find y'all on social media, personally, mm-hmm. company-wise? And again, if they wanted to buy the beer, is it only in shop, or can we buy it around the town? Tell us a little bit before we get into the hardest-hitting question of the day. The beer is only on tap at Wincoop. Um, we will probably be making it again. Um, because it's so doing so well. It's just strictly off of name sales. And then um, we have it. We had it at Phantom Canyon, um, but we're going to Phantom Canyon Brewing Company, uh-huh. also down in the Springs. Um, you are actually are my new ambassador for the Springs. We're hey, going to come down and do up. a Broadmoor weekend. Doom Brewer golf a little on bit. Insta. That's me. Um, Doom Brewer. Doom Brewer. Okay. All right. I had to think about that for a second. I was like, Doom Brewer. You really um, got to work on your titles. They're not very divided. Doom. <laughs> um, yeah, we we have it on tap here. We had it on tap in kegs down at Phantom to, to support, um, you know, getting more sales and stuff. And, and next round we do this, I'm going to try to get it um, to be uh, get some of the gyms down there interested in, in, in our uh, the good the cause good situation. Um, but right now it's only at Wincoop. Um, we have our custom glass for you can drink it out of if you like. Um, but yeah, Wincoop is, I think it's just 
at Wincoop on Instagram. <laughs> it's all right. We'll look to your marketing <laughs> for that. You can also find it on our social media. You saw their tags. Um, let's defer to Kevin on this yeah. one. I got a feeling he probably knows his Instagram handle. Yeah. Kevin? Well, but before that, uh, you know, if you could, in the next couple of weeks, come down to Wincoop and get a beer. Um, you know, all pro- or dollar from each beer, and we're going to match that. goes to our cause good. So we're bringing Boys and Girls Club of Denver. Uh, into the Denver Bouldering Club for a day. Oh, awesome. And then uh, we're going to do another event over at Movement Rhino, which is pretty close to here as well. Um, both of those events are in July. So uh, if you check out our Instagram, at Friction Labs, or Facebook, Friction Labs, or pretty much any social uh, channel that's out there, Friction Labs, we'll have some more information about it. But uh, that's the easiest way to find us. Yeah, I mean, you're going to be down in this area for All-Star Weekend anyways. Swing in here. Yeah. Grab a beer, maybe yeah. grab a burger. Ooh, Eat some right. chalk. Yeah. yeah. Cause some good. Drink some chalk. Uh, we got a couple new rad beers coming on tap this week. Um, one of them is a recipe from Kurt Vonnegut's great grandfather, who was a brewer. Oh. That's a whole fun story. Um, I'm glad you waited until the in. last minute That's to right. tell us this It's a little story. plug. Also, it's at Wincoop Brew. We're on top of that. Yeah, I didn't know. You've only worked here for eight <laughs> <Yeah>. years. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Okay, all right. Are we going to the final question? I think so. All right, let's get this thing back on track. All right, Kevin. So, we've done final good. supper. You can invite three people, living or dead, no friends or family. Who are you having, and what are you eating for dinner? I yeah. would say Elon Musk, Benjamin Franklin, Charles Darwin. And um, I mean, I think I think we just have to have. Wait, Darwin, Musk, and who? Darwin, Musk, Benjamin and Franklin. Franklin, innovators. I, mean, I, I think we, I think we just have to have like, a good steak. I mean, if you got you got folks like that, yeah, good steak. Maybe some red wine, yeah. bourbon to finish it off. That sounds like a fucking fantastic. You'll probably learn a little bit. Yeah, you're, you're invited if you want to join. I can't. We're friends, and no friends are allowed. <laughs> he sailed through that though. Yeah. He, he knew that. That's the quickest. I don't even have to like edit out the gap time or anything. That was yeah. fantastic. Zane's gonna love it. Let's this. see what happens with our next one. I've got uh, <laughs> Nikola Tesla. What the fuck? Y'all find one uh, non-nerd Jack to come White. to lunch? Okay, there we go. Nice. Um, Anthony Bourdain would be fun to eat with. I like that. That'd be three. a rough night, I feel like, but I'd Worth be down. Yeah, yeah. Last night, so go out. Y'all would also be finishing the night with bourbons <laughs> yes. as well. And what are we eating? That's it. I'm mm. going to ask your steak place of choice. Oof. That's interesting. Yeah, I would. I'd be down for just like some epic sushi. Are you a seafood guy yeah. coming from Florida? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I kind of I thought he was going to go with like something. Favorite seafood dish when you're at home in Florida. Oh, oh man! Fucking uh, raw tuna. Right yeah, probably just yeah, probably just raw tuna. Mm-hmm. I was about I'm to big say grouper that. fan. I took that out of my mouth. Fit, Kevin, you mentioned you're a steak guy. Where do you go to get your steaks? In time if you're not cooking, you look like you're a guy oh, that cooks your own. But I, I do, I do cook a lot of my own steaks. I, I can't even remember honestly. Um, Oftentimes, the pandemic kind of like threw everything for a loop. So yeah. you just kind of learn how to cook a lot more at home. Did yeah, you, you don't want to get a bread? steak to go. No. no, never no. that. But at the same time, it's one of those things where I feel like I can cook as well. I could cook my steak at home just as well going out, you know? If it's you buy a really good steak. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. as long Treat as you don't right. screw it up. 
Yeah, medium rare medium with rare. a little salt and pepper, olive oil, and a hot, hot grill. Mm-hmm. It's very hard. Are you to a grill or a cast iron steak? I'm a person. cast iron guy okay. if I personally have the choice. But at the same time, I let Chris do it, or I go out to eat. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I I'll follow a recipe, yeah. but I don't do the cooking. Chris does. I cook jambalaya and gumbo. Seems like the smart idea. Yeah. Chris yeah. is the food guy. Mm, well, guys, we were – yeah, it's delicious. Um, I do appreciate y'all taking the time out of y'all's day, driving up from the Springs to join us, telling us a little bit more about the Calls Good campaign, as well as the On Belay Hazy IPA, available here at Wincoop Brewery only, but will until supplies last. So if you're here for All-Star Weekend, stop through Dank Beer, delicious chicken. Rumor has it they got burgers, too. So – Everything you could need in a, in a stop before the game or if you're swinging through for the home run derby, you got everything. And then, of course, if you guys are watching the Olympics, you may see a Friction Lab ad. Check out the guys over at Friction Lab. They have all of the equipment you may need for crossfitting, climbing outside, climbing inside, snorting pills. Pommel horse. <laughs> Pommel horse. Brewing. <laughs> yeah, brewing. Best chalk in the Wait, biz. Would you recommend their uh, their chalk for home brew situations as well? I would. Uh, that's that pharmaceutical grade, that AA, Chris, that AA. <laughs> well, shout out to Theo Vaughn. But um, until next week, we want to say thank you all so much. Stay hungry. Stay thirsty. Drink chalk. Drink Appreciate chalk. it. Thanks, guys. Cheers, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs> With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.